I was so focused on let me work let me make this extra money that I forgot what my actual goal was and so when I revisited what my actual goal was it was like you have to get this degree this is what you want long term Support for this podcast is brought to you by Forward Digital Productions, a new age multimedia production company specializing in video production, photography, and motion graphics. They believe in producing the most innovative and creative media productions for their customers. They have years of experience shooting weddings, portraits, commercials, events, and more. Please visit the website at www.goforwarddigital.com and enter the offer code VM3 for 10% off your next photo session booking. This is the M3 Conversation, and I'm Devontae Brown. And today we're having a conversation with Charnel Flavors. So Charnel is from Atmore, Alabama, and she is my high school classmate. Uh, so I'm very familiar with Charnel. Um, Charnel went on to attend the University of Alabama, where she studied nursing. Charnel now resides in Birmingham and is currently working in pediatric critical care. And today, we'll be discussing her career and involvements in nursing. Uh, we really appreciate you joining us today, Charnel. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, so let's dive right into it. So, um, you know, just growing up in Atmore, um, you know, is this always something that you thought you would be doing as far as being a nurse? Uh, No, not initially. I thought that I would major in business and um, probably take on something like marketing or um, finance. But when my grandma died, then I thought that I would be a doctor because I really want to know the circumstances like around her death because I was only about eight or nine when she died. And all we know was, she was just sick and she just died. No one ever told us the details or anything like that. So that's when I thought that I was going to go to school, do pre-med, major in biology, and become a, a doctor. But then I got into college and then I was like, no, I don't think I want to be a doctor anymore. I feel like I want to be a nurse. It's much more personal. The connection is better. And so here I am today. <laughs> Right. Well, that's that's great. That's a, a a good insight to your story. So, um, you know, once you decided, you know, you wanted to be a nurse, there are only a couple of options for you to do that or become a nurse. So, was uh, college just kind of the only way to get there? And, and um, specifically, how did you end up choosing Alabama? Well, I know that I wanted to not be an associate degree nurse. Um, I did know I wanted to be bachelor's. So Alabama was just, my granddad always wanted us to go to school there. So I was like, okay, why not? Then I looked into the nursing program. It is one of the top programs in the state. They do have a 98% NCLEX pass rate. So I was like, I'll go. And that's how I ended up at Alabama. Okay. Well, cool, cool. And so uh, I know you're in pediatric critical care. So did anything from your studies kind of push you toward that way? Or you know, did you pick that after you graduated? Or does uh, is there some type of system that selects you to be in one area versus the other? Well, in our study, we usually, from semester to semester, it just varies on, on what part of nursing we're studying, whether it's like adult nursing, pediatric, um, 
labor and delivery nursing. I did all those things and I was like, that is not what I want to do. I don't want to do adults, period. I did not want to be involved with labor and delivery at all. So pediatrics was it. I did not really like the aspect of NICU nursing. So um, we had an instructor who worked in the pediatric ICU at Children's. And she talked to us and discussed um, with us about the types of patients and the population that they have. And I was like, that's it. That's where I want to be. I can't go anywhere else. I have to be in pediatric. I see you. Nothing else. Cool. Cool. So, so, and, and, you know, you talked a little bit about kind of looking at the different fields and talking to different people about what they did. Um, Were there any programs in college or any involvements or anything that, um, you know, help get you prepared to go into your career field? Not necessarily for nursing. Our, our, uh, the Capstone College of Nursing was totally separate from all the other um, colleges on campus. Like, it was directly across from the hospital. The main campus was way up the street. And, um, we really didn't necessarily have any, I would say, I guess, nursing-directed organizations other than whatever we we had going on within the college itself. So um, I actually worked a lot as well, so I didn't participate in any, any of the outside organizations either. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, and you and you're, and you're talking about working a lot. I know a lot of people have, you know, kind of that thought about doctors. Like, okay, yeah, you're gonna be a doctor. You're gonna be working 80 hours a week. Um, you know, how does how does nursing kind of mirror those hours whenever you're in, at your actual job? Our hours are on um, three. We work three shifts, 12 hours. Me personally, I sometimes work up to 16 hours. So it's definitely different from doctors. They're on call overnight, whereas we work our 12 hours or 16 hours and we go home. We're not on the long 24-hour, 36-hour call nights that they have. Um, so in on my unit, which is different from like a lot of the adult world, our um, physicians actually are housed on our unit so on their call nights they can sleep on the unit so we have that direct access to them 24 hours a day so um as far as like your unit so in the pediatric critical care versus uh, you know some of the other units or some of the other uh units that deal with adults um do you guys job very very like drastically or is it just a matter of the type of patients that you're dealing with yeah, so my job description does differ from a lot of the other nurses within our hospital. Children's of Alabama is a level one pediatric hospital. It's the only freestanding hospital in the state. So we get all of the level one traumas from central Alabama. We get all of the watcher patients that other units aren't as comfortable with. Our hospital is divided up with, like I said, the NICU. So they get all of the newborn babies. Then we have a CVICU, which is our cardiac, uh, cardiovascular ICU. They get all of the heart patients, and we get everything outside of that. So we 
do the um we do ECMO, which is the heart lung bypass. We do um we do intubations um on our unit. We put in central lines, art lines. We do like anything you can think of critical care. That's what we do on our unit. And they do not do on our other outside units. Previously, we've done an interview with uh, another uh, physician uh, that's a resident physician. Um, and part of the interview that I didn't get to air was he talked about getting attached to some of the patients and then some of the, the heartache with uh, dealing with them being sick. Do you run into those issues a lot when you're working as a nurse? Oh, definitely, especially because it is a pediatric population. My patients range from as early as seven days old to my oldest patient was 28 years old, depending on if they're under, um, still under a pediatrician. So we definitely get attached to them, especially if we get a patient in and say we first they first get there and we're like, oh, we don't really know if this kid is going to make it. And then you you get to see like the daily progress of them getting better and they actually get better. Then sometimes they just hit this turning point and they're just as sick as they were the day they came in. And if they don't make it and you've gotten attached to that patient, that family, you know, it is rough. But I think the biggest thing is, especially working in the ICU, is being able to separate work from home you can't carry it home with you because if you do it takes a toll on you mentally and emotionally like even when you get home so it's kind of hard to leave work at work if that makes sense yeah and and i get that i know it would definitely be you know hard to get those people off of my mind you know dealing with all of that kind of going back to when you're in college and kind of getting ready for your job um were there any big problems or bumps along the road that you had to overcome to to make it through your nursing program yes um my third semester of nursing school i failed a class which put me back an additional um semester and my graduation back a whole another semester so yeah um I think my problem was it's kind of hard especially in nursing school to balance class clinical and actually having a job yeah and I not only had one job but I had two part-time jobs so I think that I was so focused on let me work let me make this extra money that I forgot what my actual goal was And so when I revisited what my actual goal was, it was like, you have to get this degree. This is what you want long term. These part time jobs is not going to take you or carry you into the future. So once I reestablished my goals, refocused, then I got back in and I was like, okay, this is where this is what I want. This is what I have to do to get it. And I got it. That's great. That's a good triumph. And I think it's important, you know, that. You know, people understand that you you don't have to be perfect throughout your progress. You know, if if uh, if you if you fail on a plan, you know, don't change the goal, just change the plan. And you know, I think it's important that we tell people all the time because they see the successes. 
you know, on social media, things like that. But, you know, I feel I feel multiple classes uh, being at Auburn had to retake multiple classes. Um, but, but I still got through, you know, and you still make it. Um, so were there any, I guess, major influences or any major situations that that kind of influenced your success uh, was like any one particular incident or one particular person? Um, I did have one close friend in nursing school. She was kind of my encourager, especially after failing the class. I was like, this isn't for me. Why did I do this? I might as well go back home because I failed. Um, And sometimes, well, I did have an instructor in school who she was just, I can't really put it into words, but a lot of us had struggled in my class. Like I only failed it by point four of a point. Like it wasn't bad, but she just was like, you may as well drop out the program and probably pick a different major because if you fail this class you likely won't pass the NCLEX in the end so I took all of that to heart and I was like well maybe this isn't for me maybe I should just go back home start over and try to find a different major and then I had her and she was like no we'll get through this together let's pray about it let's get a plan I'll help you study every day if that's what it what it needs to do um, needs to happen. And also, I worked in a um, pharmacy while I was in nursing school. And my pharmacy manager, he was really good about helping me, especially with my pharmacology class. And he said that no matter what, he was gonna help me pass this um, pass this program. I was gonna get my degree. And even though he hated to lose me as an employee, I was gonna go out and be the best nurse that he knew that I could be. Well, that's awesome, and that's great to have that support. I think we all need a little a little support from time to time to get get towards our goals. So thank you for sharing that. So you know, coming out of college, going into your first actual nursing job, you know, we all have an idea of what we think our day to day is going to look like. How did that kind of line up your your thought of what your first day was going to be or what your first job was going to be versus how it actually turned out? Oh, it didn't line up at all. <laughs> um, I remember the first day of orientation. I got out um, and I sat in my car and I just bawled my eyes out. I was hmm. like, what did I get myself into? Wow. Nursing school prepares you for, prepares you how, uh, how to take the NCLEX exam to get your mm-hmm. license. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I didn't feel like it adequately prepared me for the actual job itself. And I've talked to nurses who have been a nurse for my entire life and they felt the same way. So it was nice to have those nurses on the unit and that said, it's okay. Like we've all been here. You're not a failure. This is all foreign to you and it's fine. We'll get through this. And now I'm precepting other nurses on the unit. I have student nurses all the time. I'm setting ECMO pumps. I'm running Prisma pumps. I'm doing all the things that they said that I would be doing. But that first day, it was like, this is not for me. Who tricked me into doing this? Right, 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 right. So, 
but it's great now. Okay. So, and I know you're saying you got students and you're working with a lot of different people now. Do you have kind of a personal mentor in that field or are you personally mentoring somebody else that's in the field now? Well, I have a charge nurse who has been working at the hospital for 24 years. So I do look for her, look to her for advice and help. And then I do have another close um, co-worker. She's been a nurse for eight years. And so I look to them for advice um, on what I can do better. How can I improve myself as a nurse? Um, and I am doing some mentoring myself uh, as far as orienting new nurses to the unit, to the hospital, and basically getting them prepared to be a nurse on their own. Okay. Great, yeah, then I think that that's important, too, to kind of share the path that we've been and help people get through those tough situations. Um, so, you know, what are what are some of the things you get most excited about coming to work every day? Um, I think now that I have grown as a nurse, I'm more excited about the acuity of the patient. Like, what can I learn different today? Like, Initially, when you start there, you get you kind of get stuck in a cycle of having similar patients. So then you feel like, oh, am I going to learn something new? Right. Am I going to get to experience something different? Right. Um, like I refer back to the ECMO that we have, which is the um, heart and lung bypass machine. And so that's very new for me. That's something I've learned um, how to uh how to do over the last three to four months i think and it's definitely something different it's one of the last options that we have to basically save a life um so it's definitely an experience i will say it's nerve-wracking it's scary but to see a patient go on and you know to hear a doctor tell a family like you know this is our last option and it's a high chance that your child won't make it out of this alive and to see them make it out alive it's just rewarding yeah that's great you know i I could definitely see that triumph you know kind of in their pros and cons when things go bad they're bad and when things go good they're great so yes all right all right um and so if you feel comfortable, you know, what's what's one of your more memorable mistakes that you made kind of working in nursing and how did you overcome it and learn from it? Mistakes are going to be made because it's just like nursing, medicine itself is complicated. Um, from nurses to physicians, everyone makes mistakes. Um, I think it's how you handle the mistake is what's most important, especially if you recognize it early and you notify somebody early and then we can go ahead and start the interventions to correct the mistake um you'll never know everything there is to know about medicine every day is a learning experience so i don't think that you'll ever be i guess mistake free right as far as medicine is concerned no, and, and that's that was a perfect answer. And I think as far as anything's concerned, a lot of times we make mistakes, 
whether it be, you know, in our personal life, whether it be in any kind of, you know, uh, event we're, we're helping out with or whatever. And a lot of times we, we try to go and fix it and we end up making the problem worse instead of just, you know, when a mistake happens, just open up about it, be honest, like, hey, I made a mistake. This wasn't intentional. And then let's figure out right. a solution for it. So, uh, yeah, that's that was the perfect answer to that. All right. Um, so as a nurse, you know, are there any trends or themes you see uh, going on in your career field or things to be looking out for for the future? I feel like every week it's the Joint Commission comes up with these this big book of things that we must do and it should be done this way. And one week it's do it this way. This is the right way. This is the only way. The next, the following week, it's no, never mind, scratch that. This is the yeah, right way. This is right. the great way. I think it's like this never ending cycle of changes. Yeah. Um, but our overall goal is to provide the best and compassionate care that we can. Um, as far as skill specific, it varies. I feel like a day to day basis at this point. We just can never keep up with everything that's changing. How do? What do you feel like is the the importance of diversity in nursing? Oh, I think it's very important. Um, on my unit in particular, I am one of, I think now nine black nurses on the unit, and we are staffed for sixty five nurses. Um, it even goes back to my nursing class. I graduated with a class of 98 and it was only six black nurses. And I think it's super important that we do have diversity because I, I will say I thoroughly enjoy my unit. I enjoy the people I work with, but it's, nice to have people that look like you right and it's nice to have people that can relate to you differently than just being my co-worker right and just being a nurse so I do feel it's very important a lot of my close co-workers are black well all of them are black actually so I do feel it's very important and then we kind of get overlooked to as far as like the like the patient's parents are really nice, um, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes you walk into a room, and I introduce myself. Hey, I'm Charnell. I'll be your nurse tonight. And the expression is sometimes a of sheer shock. Right. Yeah. And so it's oh, so then now you know that. Even if you know within yourself, I'm a good nurse. I know I'm capable of doing my job. It still it still puts that level of anxiety on you. Right. If I make a mistake, what's going to happen? Yeah. Or will they go and make up something on me to just report? And things like that has happened. Not to me personally, but things like that happens. And so I do feel like it's very important, especially in our um, critical care areas. I met random at a gas station, met this guy who was working in emergency, in the emergency department. And 
we started talking and I was telling him that I was in critical care and he was saying how he felt like it was very important for African-American to get into specialized fields and not just be med surge nurses because we do get overlooked for those things and people tend to think we're not capable of you know the critical thinking aspect that goes into emergency medicine or critical care so I do think it's important great that's a great response to that I appreciate you sharing um so another thing kind of on the diversity track uh why do you think there is a stigma when you say nurse you automatically think woman I don't know because I think the stigma around it is women are supposed to be nurses because women have the tendency to be more nurturing and more caring whereas men should be more should be the physicians because they're more you know stoic and you don't typically see men like express like their feelings when things you know like death happens um but i will say i work on a unit i feel like with some some pretty good physicians and i've seen those grown men cry when we couldn't save a patient um so i think that's what it is it's the how people look at the way women are supposed to act and the way men are supposed to act. Men are supposed to be leaders. Men are supposed to be superior and women are just supposed to follow. And that's kind of how I feel like people look at the nurse physician relationship. Anyway, nurses just do what doctors say. We don't have any say so, but that is so different from my unit. Our doctors involve us in the rounds they ask us what can we do what do they feel like what do we feel like they can do to help improve the patient's care what do we suggest so i feel like our opinions as nurses are valued um more so okay that makes sense that's a a great way to explain it i appreciate that um so uh, running up on our last few questions. So what is the biggest piece of advice that you would give to anybody right now looking to go into the nursing field? I would definitely say if you think that you want to go into it for <laughs> money, don't do that. That is absolutely the worst decision to make. Um, nursing school is probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. I would not do it again. If I had the opportunity to do it again, I would not do it again just because it was so tough. Um, And definitely you have to have the compassion and the drive and willingness to want to do nursing because just because of the sheer amount of work it takes to even get to taking the NCLEX to get your license. It is um, overwhelming. Cried so many nights. Stressed over so many tests. And the exams themselves are, oh, all the answers are correct. But which which answer is most correct? Right. That is a different level of anxiety and stress. Um, the testing... It's not, oh, I'm going to study this and I'm going to memorize this. It's all application. 
it's all um, critical thinking. So definitely, again, if money is what you're looking for, don't do it, especially if you're going to work in the state of Alabama. Um, But just, you know, want to have that, needing that drive to want to do it. Because it is definitely not glamorous at all. Right. You you will work twelve hour shifts with no lunch break and barely a bathroom break. You will get into situations where parents just absolutely do not like you from the get go. Or patient family members just do not like you from the front door. You have to be able to handle that while also handling the stress of your job. And you have to understand that the reason for you being there is to take care of your patient. You cannot please everybody. Well, that's good. I think that's a good, you know, good check on, you know, the things that we're trying to do. You have to make sure that your heart is in it or you'll never be fully happy. Right. All right. So uh, I appreciate that. That uh, that definitely kind of puts a cap on things. So the last thing, um, if you want to go back to that question, how do you define success in terms of your own career? I think I define success in my career is just getting the simple joy out of knowing that I played a role in saving this patient's life. I, whether I'm acknowledged for it, whether anybody see me doing it, it's just knowing that I made a difference for somebody. And like I said, even though we can't save them all, saving the few that we do is the most rewarding part of this job. Um, despite the stress, and we we'll, we'll we sit down and we talk about it, and we have the briefings, and we're like, you know, this could have went better. This could have been done this way. But despite those things and despite, again, those mistakes that we made, um, we had a successful outcome. So I think success for me is seeing a patient that we thought would not make it out go home yeah, and regain their life again. That's awesome. So I think that was a perfect ending to cap it all off. All right, so that's all the questions I have for you today, Charnel. Um, we really appreciate you being here today. It's very, very powerful information, and I think that that message will help out anybody who's listening. So I uh, just wanted to thank you, and we appreciate you being here. Thank you, Dee, for having me. Um, if anyone has any questions about nursing in general or specifically pediatric critical care, you can email me at Charnel, S-H-A-R-N-E-L-L, dot flavors f-l-a-v-o-r-s at gmail.com all right and thank you guys for listening please visit the site the m3.org for more information or to see what we have coming up please subscribe to the site and contact us with your feedback if you are listening to this via the website please head over to itunes and subscribe to the podcast also visit the donate page if you'd like to make a tax-deductible charitable donation to help support our scholarship and outreach programs. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at The M3 Foundation. 
Again, thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to having you next time.